you are listening to the One Man Show Network. Kids, and welcome to another edition of the Aaron Says What podcast. I am your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and tonight we have a special UFC 201 pick episode. And uh, tonight I thought we were going to have Jonathan Palmer and Tony Seacrest, but due to unforeseen circumstances, we are only going to have Tony. So let's try to get a hold of him now. Tony, are you there? Hey, man. Hey, yes. what's going on? Oh, I guess we are. Hey, how much? I guess we are on video, but I don't think I'm live streaming it, so we, we can shut it off if you want. Okay. It's probably okay. better sound. Sweet. All right, man, how you doing? There we go. Oh, pretty good. Uh, I said earlier, I mentioned that uh, I don't think Jonathan's going to make the call tonight. He had uh, unforeseen circumstances preventing him from... Uh, being on the call, so we're, we're gonna we're gonna do the solo. Are you up for it? Yeah, man. All right, all right. What's been going on with you? Well, I was in shock over uh, Holly Holm getting completely owned. Yeah, man, that was uh, that was tough to watch, but I don't know. It, it was still. I think she came out all right because it was still one of the higher rated uh, Fox shows. So. And I was actually, I, I never mentioned this to you guys, I was actually going to try to go to Chicago back when it was uh, Anthony Johnson and Glover Teixeira, but uh, some things fell through, and there was farm animals involved, and I had to stay home. Yeah, sometimes that happens. <laughs> so, uh, what, what else is going on? Anything? Hello? Oh. You having trouble hearing me? Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool, cool. Actually, uh, I went and saw Star Trek yesterday. I don't know if you're a Trekkie or not, but I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna try. I wasn't even aware that there was one coming out. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> So you're not a Trekkie? Did you at least see the Justice League trailer? Come on, tell me you saw that. Yeah, I did see the Justice League, Justice League trailer. It does look good. Yeah, it needs to look good after. I mean, I liked Batman versus Superman, but it was uh, it was disappointing. I mean, it, it could have been better. It was a little dark, no humor really. So it looks like they're trying to make up for that. So Let, let's hope they do. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to bring some lightheartedness back to it and some comedy because uh, I think they they figured out that they may have made Bat um, not Batman but uh, Superman just a little bit too serious and a little bit too uh, I don't know he's he's more of a, a a killer than a superhero. Here's the problem: I grew up, and I think you did too, with Christopher Reeve Superman. You know, I I remember seeing Superman one and two when I was young and. Uh, 
it was uh I don't I don't know that there's ever gonna be anything to replace that. No. I agree. I don't think so. Christopher Reeves is really hard to top. No, man. It was that I mean that was a shit. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some incredible special effects nowadays, but that very you know, I mean Superman two, people absolutely blasted it, but I mean that super fight between him and General Zod I mean, back then there was nothing. There was nothing that could even touch it. No, in the in then that movie there was so much comedy comic relief with the um, I actually forget the really big big guy out of the trio, I forget his name, but oh, uh, he just couldn't figure out his powers and he's sitting there trying to use his heat vision on a fence board. Nog just looking stupid. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Gene Hackman, you can't fucking top that guy, ever. You know, Ned Beatty was actually pretty good, too, uh, oh, yeah. early on in there. Otis. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, he was in the beginning, he helped him escape from jail, but he was all about, uh, he was all in Superman 1. And at no time did he say squeal like a pig or, or anything like that. Well, Superman just wasn't that way. I mean, I think the new <laughs> one might make him squeal like a pig. <laughs> oh, man. We're, we're going a little off subject here. But, anywho, man, you, you ready to pick some fights? I'm actually pretty excited for this card. Uh, so am I. It's uh, probably the most underrated card of the year, actually. Yeah, I agree, man. Robbie Lawler is a stud, but we'll get into that. We'll go from the bottom up. I don't know a lot of these guys on the prelim card, but let's get, we, we can get started with the, the uh, uh, I'm sorry, the Fight Pass card. We can get started with the Fox Sports uh, prelims if you want. We got Flyweight, okay. Wilson, uh, I can't, it's Hyas or Rias, or I can't, versus Hector Sandoval, who is short notice. It was supposed to have been a title fight between uh, Wilson and Mighty Mouse, but Mighty Mouse got hurt. That is Demetrius Johnson. So, who do yeah. you got? Well, he's he um he's got to be kind of set back right now because he he was in the co-main and then yep. he gets bumped down to fight some new guy. Yep. And uh, isn't Sandoval isn't he um one of Team Alpha Male's guys? Ooh, possibly. I can look that up. I think I think he is. I think he's one of Team Alpha Males guys, and if that's the case, they pretty much all fight the same. Mm. Um, and uh, and he's he's really technical and everything, but you've seen it happen before where a guy gets bumped from the main, goes to a prelim, yep. and he's so upset that he didn't get his title fight, he ends up taking the other guy for granted, and he gets uh, he gets starched. You are correct. He is Team Alpha Male, and you're right. And but then you got the other guy coming in that's just gung ho and ready to go. You know what I'm saying? The biggest opportunity of his life. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's hard for me to pick. Uh, I don't know. I I still think Wilson's going to take it. I think I think he wants to remain in that contender spot. But you never know, man. I mean, you you got those Team Alpha Male guys. They train, train, train. They go crazy. But my well, I've got, go ahead. I've got Wilson, but I got, got Wilson. Alright. We got next fight heavyweight Anthony Hamilton versus Damian Grabowski. Who do you have? 
Well, Hamilton, he's a bigger guy, mm -hmm. but he's kind of sloppy. He's kind of sloppy with his stand-up, and Grabowski, I, I think Grabowski's probably going to submit him somewhere in the second round. Really? I think he'll outlast him. I have Anthony Hamilton just because I've heard of him and don't really know much about Damien. So how about that for scientific uh, fight picking? Yeah, I just, I just think that uh, Hamilton, he's a little sloppy on the feet. I think he's probably going to get taken down. Right. If, if, he can't, if he can't muscle him around, I mean, he's a bigger guy than Grabowski. This next one is, is a tough one because these are two guys that are lightweight fighters that are fighting as welterweights. So we have Ross Pearson versus George Masvidal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're both really tough guys. And George has lost his last couple of fights, but they were split decisions. They're really close. I don't know. What do you got? Well, I think Muscoball, he, uh, it depends on which version of him shows up. Yeah. Uh, he's got, he's got a lot of fights under his belt, but man, he knows how he, he knows how to find a way to lose at the last second. He does, doesn't he? But uh, my only deal with Mazaval is he is the bigger guy. Ross has cut all the way down to 145. Right. Mazaval has fought welterweight a few times now. I think he just got the slight edge by being a little bit bigger. But Ross is tough. But officially, I pick Masvidal. What about you? Is that, is that your official pick as well? Yeah, I agree. With, I agree with that. I mean, you saw ha what happened with the last card when a guy moved up in weight. And I, I forget. I actually forget the fight. But, um, yeah, I think it was in the thir third or second round. He just got dominated by the guy just by his sheer size. Oh yeah, it wasn't his was his name Conor McGregor. <laughs> You're on steroids. Yeah, that no, was uh, one of them. Yeah, it was. Well, he was inefficient with his energy, which means he punched himself out because Nate was way bigger naturally. All right, uh, next fight we have light heavyweight. Another guy coming up. This will be his second fight at light heavyweight. He fought most of his career at middleweight. Ed Herman. Versus Nikita Krylov, who do you have? I have Krylov, not because I think he's great. I think he's probably, he's super overrated. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's super overrated, and he fights, he, he wins against uh, fighters that aren't that good. Really? But Ed Herman, he's he's not as fast as he used to be, and no. he, his cardio is kind of shot. And he's just got a lot of miles, so I got Krylov knockout second round. Ooh, I'm gonna pick Ed. I, he looked rejuvenated in the last fight. I uh, I like Ed short fuse Herman. I, I'm gonna go with him. You know, he's an old Team Quest guy. Ugh, it's emotional, but I'm, I'm gonna pick it anyway. Now, this next fight, I don't know if you know this or not. It's Ian McCall versus Justin Scoggins. Justin's out. He had some weight cutting issues, so I don't know if Ian is even going to fight, which is a bummer because he hasn't fought in a long time, almost a year and a half, I think. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I'd like to see him. Honestly, I'd like to see him and Wilson fight because they're, they're two top-tier guys and both have, you know, replacements coming their way. But it, as of right now, I don't know if Ian is fighting. 
So bummer there, man. Well, I had Scoggins winning uh, by decision uh, really? in my picks, but I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, yeah. I would hope to see the Ian that was in the first uh, first Demetrius Johnson fight. You know, for the it was the title eliminator because he looked really good. Obviously, Demetrius kind of edged him out, but when they went back and scored it, it was a tie. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know these next guys, uh, and I feel bad because I should be a better mixed martial arts fan, but Francisco Rivera versus Eric Perez. You don't know Rivera? I'm having trouble. Um. Okay. Well, now now you're going to make me look like an idiot because I forgot the dude's name. He just won at, I think, uh, Bantamweight. He's the it's a very small fighter. He's small for the weight class, but he just keeps coming in and knocking oh, people out. He's the one that had. He's the one that had the slugfest against. Uh, oh shit! What's his name? Uh, he just moved up to bantamweight also because he had trouble yeah. making the uh, flyweight. Uh, Didn't he just beat up Uncle John Creepy Lineker a little bit ago too? It was John Lineker. Yeah, that's who it was. Okay, John yep. Lineker fought him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who he is now. He's a stud. All right, I'm gonna have to pick Francisco here on this deal. Yeah, he's pretty good. I felt bad for not knowing that now. Unbelievable. Awesome. Good on me. i got to change my other pick now. All right, this is... Ooh. All right, we have Jake Ellenberger versus Matt Brown, man. <laughs> I like Jake. He liked one of my Instagram pictures once, so I almost have to pick him for that, but... It's tough because he has not won in several fights. I would say if he doesn't win this, he's probably going to leave the UFC. I hear rumors that he switched back to King's MMA and he's not training with uh, Edmund, Coach Edmund Treverian anymore. But then you got Matt Brown, who's just consistently tough. Uh, he got owned by Damian Maia that last fight. But I don't know, man. I I'm not going to pick first. What who do you think? Well, you know, number one, I'm, you know, well, he hasn't, he hasn't favorited anything of mine or retweeted me or anything. So that I'm fortunate to not have to have a guilty conscience about him. I'm, I'm just glad, I'm, I'm glad they're, they're letting him out of the rest home for this one. No, because, he's not even that old, is uh, he? Well, he's, it's, it's, it's not the age, it's the miles. This guy, he, he's been getting clipped left and right. I mean, I just see him, I see him getting, just sandblasted by Brown because Brown's got something. He's got a point to prove. He doesn't like losing like he did. Uh, yeah. Uh, just for the record, he's 31 years old, but I think you're right. He's got some miles on him. I emotionally want to pick Jake Ellerberger, but I think Matt Brown has it. I, I can't. Uh, I can't imagine. And, unless he shows me something different than he showed in the last several fights, I don't see how he beats Matt Brown. If they let him fight wearing a motorcycle helmet and using a baseball bat, he <laughs> may have a chance. Well, shit. Yeah, I never thought of that, but I don't think that's going to happen, so bummer. All right, in the women's straw weight division, division, we have Rose Namajunas versus Carolina Kowalskowitz. Who do you got? 
Yeah, I think Rose takes it. I think I got Thug Rose also. I don't think, you know, I, I think at this point they want to start her up with someone that, that she can beat. She had that incredible victory over Paige Van Zant. Uh, the rear naked choke. I, I think they want Rose to win, and and the reality is they sometimes set these uh, matches up, you know, to rise a star here and there. Right. So I, I'm right. with you. And, you know. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, okay. I, I was gonna say, you know, and they do the reverse of that too. And I, I think, um, I mean, just like just staying in the women's divisions here, but I think they're doing that to Holly in a reverse mode. To get everyone ready for Ronda to come back, because I think they're kind of breaking Holly down, so that um, Ronda can come back and look good. Because I mean, she's getting seriously diminished. Her name is getting kind of drugged through the mud, and it's her fault too, because she keeps taking these fights, and she could have just waited. I agree, but you know what? She made they disclosed her salary these last couple of fights, and uh, she made some money. I don't know what would have happened if she would have waited. So. And who knows when Ronda's going to come back. It's a tough call. I mean, what do you do? You wait? You not fight? I mean, I admire the fighter in her that she took the chance and, and fought. I think she probably should have won. I, I think Valentina, that whole deal, you know, I think I think they probably thought Hollywood would win that. And she didn't. And, uh, you know, honestly, I don't want to see Ronda fight for the title. I want to see her avenge her loss against Holly if she comes back. I think that's the fight. I think Holly is the answer to Ronda Rousey. I think that's the biggest problem. Yep. I, I, you're right. Styles make uh, fights, and I think that yep. uh, Holly has her number. And everyone else seems to have Holly's number. That's got to really piss, piss <laughs> Ronda off. Yeah, but, you know, it was the same deal when Ronda got beat. We'll see what happens, you know. We'll see how uh, vulnerable that makes people look. You know, it's a big yeah. head game, too. But yeah, I got Rose submission. Uh, let me see, second round. I actually picked her submission third round. I don't usually go that specific, but I'm going off her last fight. We'll see. But I think Rose wins it one way or the other. Now this is tough for me because well, I'll tell, I'll explain this here in a minute. The welterweight title, Robbie Lawler versus Tyron Woodley. Mm-hmm. Who you got? Well, there's two different ways this is going to go. Uh, if he would can beat Robbie in the first two rounds, within the first two rounds, mm -hmm. he's good. But he do, he does some stupid stuff that Robbie likes. Like Robbie likes to get you against the cage and dirty box you. Yeah, and everything. And Tyron likes to back up, and he likes to back up to the cage all the time. So I've seen him lose that way. I think I think Robbie's probably just going to um, weather. Whether any kind of storm, even even whether the straight right hand that uh, T. Wood has, and probably knock him out in the third round. Well, here's the thing, Robbie. If if the fights were only f the fifth round, Robbie'd win every single one of them. I mean, he right. gets crazy strong at the end. But on the other hand, Tyron went to Mizzou. I graduated from Mizzou, so I got to pick Tyron. Oh, that's a good reason <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I think it's his time. I think he's an athlete. I know he's sat out for a while, but, I mean, he, he takes care of himself. He's one of those guys that's an athlete all year round. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I, I, you know, I like both these guys. I really do. But I think, uh, I think in my heart Tyron's got this. But you never know. 
you know, Robbie could make this go long. He could wear Tyron out because, you know, you, you know, Tyron's got a lot of muscle he's carrying around, you know. And he's going to run out of oxygen at some point, I would think. And he is shown to wane in later rounds in his other fights. Right. So we will see. But I, 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 I got Tyron. Tyron by... Well, you know, there's... Go ahead, buddy. There's other things about... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. There's other things about Robbie. I mean, you can argue um, his his first his, t- his first title victory against uh, Johnny Hendricks was arguably um, a loss for him. He didn't win, and then uh, and then he went to a close decision against uh, Condit, which a lot of people thought Condit won. I thought he did. You did, and really? Then, um, and then he had trouble with um, Rory McDonald too, and um, he got saved by the bell. I, what was it in the Second or third round to a blocked a blocked head kick. Yeah, but then the way he finished him that last round, man, just shattered his nose when that he was, needed to. Oh my gosh, that was yeah. sick. And I thought Hendricks won that first fight. I I thought it was three rounds. I thought it was very close. Uh, I want to. I can't remember which rounds was which. But I remember that night, and I remember watching that fight. I live. So too. And I I thought that second fight, Robbie clearly had it. Um. You know, and just because he went crazy that fourth and fifth round. I mean, he just wailed on him, and Hendricks ran out of gas. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, Robbie's been at this a long time. He's got it. I think he's got his training down. You know, and uh, we'll see, man. But you can't, you can't last for very long having wars every time you go out. No, and that's the thing too. And he even said that publicly. He goes, he does not want this to be a war. Uh, he wants this, you know, he, right. he wants to finish it. And uh, that's a pretty tall order against Tyron Woodley. I'm just saying. Oh, at the post fight on uh, oh, Al- Eddie Alvarez, did you hear what he said? He, he said he was tired of fighting all these tough guys like oh, um, yeah. Dos Anjos. He wants an easy fight like Conor McGregor. He said Conor and Nate, yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious, man. Uh, good for him. You know, he needs to promote himself a little more. He's a pretty quiet, mild-mannered guy for the most part. Yeah, he's pretty quiet. I mean, he kind of he kind of won me over, not through his fighting style or any of his fights, but just me hearing him on different shows and podcasts because you find out what a cool guy this is, and, and, you know, he finally gets a title. Yeah. You know, it's it's good. It's good. Well, now he finally gets the UFC title. He was the Bellator champion. He, uh, but he's just one of those genuine nice guys. He seems to be dedicated to his family. He moved away. You know, he was, <coughs> excuse me, he was at the Black Zillions in Boca Raton. He got out of there, and it wasn't really because of the team. It was because he had something wrong with one of his kids. He wasn't really keen on the health care, and he moved back with Mark Henry. Uh, you know, he, he he's from Philadelphia, and, and he was training with those New York guys like uh, – Frankie Edgar. You know, I think Frankie Edgar is a big part of his success in the UFC. Yeah, it was a shame to see him come up short against Jose Aldo, by the way. But uh, I don't yeah, know where he goes from here. I, he crazy. probably goes down to 135, I, I would guess. You know, I think Frankie would be very dangerous at a lower weight. Yeah. I mean, I think 135 is probably where he should be fighting. I mean, he's just... That's how tough he is, man. Won a title at 155. Very much could argue the fact he won that first fight against Josie Aldo. 
Uh, I don't know, man. And uh, he's just tough as nails. Well, he, I mean, if, if people that, if, the, if when people listen to this, they need to put one thing in perspective. They want to do a little research that Frankie Edgar, I mean, what is he, five, six, five, five? Oh, man. Something like that. You, know, you, look, you keep talking, he, I'll look it he up. Could probably, he could probably, I'm not going to say probably, I bet he beats anyone outside of the top five all the way up to lightweight. Yeah, he is five I mean, six. Yeah, he beats and this guy beats everyone outside of the top five in um, every weight division up from one thirty five. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, geez, look easily. what he did. Yeah, easily for him. And yeah. I mean, look what he did to Cub Swanson. Jeez. Oh yeah, that was a, that was bad. And look what he did to Chad Mendez. I know. <laughs> you know, despite the psoriasis cream. Oh yeah. <laughs> for well, those well, you of you that muscles, don't know those muscles aren't going to grow themselves what's that those muscles aren't going to grow themselves no uh, for those you don't know what we're talking about he got uh chad Mendes got popped for steroids two years ban two year ban but uh he's saying it's uh from psoriasis psoriasis cream which i guess it could be i don't know i i'm not one to judge i i don't know what these guys are but uh i made a crack earlier on my dna account that uh uh, it's Dana White's birthday. This is in real life. And I said, all I want for my birthday is for Brock Lesnar to say he has psoriasis also. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. Well, that's our picks. What what else we got going on, brother? Well, um, I don't know if you're you're dealing with the onslaught of Pokemon Go. Ugh. But um, before I got, I got home tonight, we had to stop at the park. And our park has, um, well, all the way through it, and there's some back roads out of it. There's probably about 20 or 30 Pokestops and uh, several <laughs> gyms. And we're just going through the park. And there's other people. There's a bunch of other people at the park, too. And, you know, you'd think, because I'm playing the game with the kids, too. I have it on my phone. The kids are doing it. And you'd think that other people that are playing the game, you see, you know that what they're doing. You think they'd be all right, and you look at them, and you're like, "Oh, hey, they're playing the game too," and you kind of give them a nod or something. They just mm-hmm. look back at their phone, like, "You better not have got something I didn't." You know, they're they're very they they seem defensive about the positions and spots that you're in. I didn't realize that it's a competitive uh, situation with that little game. I actually just uh, two podcasts ago, I guess you didn't hear it. I talked about Pokemon Go with a friend of mine, Pat Martin, Doctor Pat, yeah, Doctor Pat Martin, and. Uh, I was talking about, I took my kids to go see Ghostbusters, and, you know, one of my kids has his phone on, and he's like, hey, th- th- it says there's a body of water here, but there's no body of water. I'm like, well, yeah, that used to be a body of water. They filled it in a long time ago. Well, it says there's a Pokemon there. Can I get out and get it? And I'm like, I'm not really sure how this works. I guess you have to go to a certain point and get it, right? Yeah. Okay, so he wants to get out, and I'm like, you're not getting out, because it's basically a filled-in pond, which is a glorified snake pit, and it's about 100 degrees, you're, you're not getting the damn thing, and, and it was kind of a fight, I'm like, I'm like, you're not getting a Pokemon, and he corrects me and says, no, it's Pokemon, and I go, so nobody cares, nobody cares how it's pronounced, you're not getting out, so that, that was the end of that conversation, and, uh, <coughs> <coughs> my sons tried to pull a fast one again after the movie, and I was like, nah, get in the damn car. 
<laughs> but I mean, yeah, she... my kid was straight up running. Towards, my son was running straight, running towards blackberry bushes, and I go, "Hey, you realize you're running at thorn bushes, right? You need to stop. Look Wait. ahead of you. They don't the down. They they are so tuned in, man. Yeah, they trust. Ran. They trust her technology. Yeah, yeah, they trust her devices so much. It's kind of crazy. Now, is this the one with the giant hands with the pizza? Is it the what? Is this is this the son with the giant hands, with the pizza hands? Yes, yes, yes. He's the one. How old is he again? He's only ten. All right, so Tony's got a ten-year-old son with giant hands that will be able to manhandle Tony by the time he's twelve. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, damn. What do you do then? Well, that's why you get to keep. You know, you just work with them until then. And then they'll respect you. Yeah. And that's pretty much all you can do until then. And then, then I'm pretty much dealing with Mark Lesnar by the time he's 16. <laughs> Shit. Without the... Uh, was, no asthma. You know, no asthma. That's right. It was uh, asthma with Brock. That's funny. Well, shit, uh, I might get him some inhalers if that's the case. Shit. I mean... how, how Before much, he saw the steps in. How much did he have to inhale? Damn. Uh, probably the size of a propane tank. Well, the weird thing like was... One of those camp, the camp ones. Whatever he took, he didn't take it until like the last few days before the fight, so... I don't understand what kind of edge he thought he would have had. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I'm i not totally convinced he was dirty yet because he got tested so much before. And you would think he would be smart enough to know... You know that uh, he's gonna get caught. So I don't know. What do you think? You know, it's hard to look at Brock Lesnar and not think that he's been juicing. Yeah, I, you're you're asking you saw to test you extra when you get out in front of a microphone and say, "Hey, I'm a jacked white boy. Deal with it." I'm a jacked the white boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Then, then on top of it, he's like. Uh, I'm representing Canada this time. And you saw this like, man, you just really screwed up. You screwed up twice. Yeah, I don't know what the deal with it. I, I mean, I think the Canada thing is he just lives there. I think he lives in Nova yeah, that's Scotia. What it is. But, I mean, I don't... It's still kind of weird that he did that. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know. That was odd. Did you hear... Uh, uh, Mark Hunt getting blasted for being racist because he called Brock Lesnar a white monkey. <laughs> no, but uh, he what he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it like that. He meant it like he's calling him a big white ape. And I knew exactly what he was saying when he said it. But everybody's like, "Oh, I I I was on Mark's side until he got racist." Well, everyone needs to fucking calm the fuck down. Number one, I mean that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't even go there. I, I did my mind did not even go there when I read that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, he's making some points. I mean, he's really out there trying to get a fighters union going, and uh, whew, I don't know, man. Just a big old can of worms. And your Uriah Faber said it best. He goes, "At what point is somebody going to get accused for attempted murder?" You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing that I've been thinking about is, I mean, well, it's arguable that Vitor Belfort um, 
should have been banned for life after he kicked Bisbing's eye out of his face. Yeah. That thing still ain't right. I mean, from what I, mean, I understand. That's probably the most horrific PED incident in UFC history. Well, I that mean, we know of. his eye's not right still. It waters all the time, apparently. I don't know. What, what, hey, speaking of Bisbing, uh, you know, say what you want about calling out a guy on his decline in Dan Henderson, but <laughs> Henderson may have his number, and uh, it may have been a, mist- a tactical mistake on his part. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think this may be the biggest mistake uh, Bisping's ever made, just because he's riding on that high of beating Luke Rockhold. He knows that Luke Rockhold was just kind of screwing around out there. He he knows he got that. He knows he got kind of lucky. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, that was yeah, crazy. And then he call he calls out. He call, he calls out the last guy that put him into a convulsive seizure. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vitor would have been the other choice, I guess, because Vitor kicked his eye out. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's you know, and maybe Bisping says, "Hey, this is the biggest money fight I can get, and I don't have that many years left either." So I don't know. I mean, you know, from promotion standpoint, it's a good move. I mean, it depends on how much he thinks he's got left in his tank. So, I don't know, man. But I think it's risky. I think Dan may have his number. You know, Styles make fights. You know, Bisbee's not going to take Dan Henderson down. No. Nope. And he shook him off and made a joke that first fight and then ended up knocking his lights out. Yeah, uh, Bisbee... <laughs> He's he's not the he's not the most bright guy when it comes to uh, well to his decisions as of lately. I'm I'm agreeing with you on that. That's a it's a terrible decision. I mean, ben, uh, Dan Henderson is probably going to just go off into the sunset with his UFC title finally. Yeah, I mean, win or lose, he says this is it for him. So, I mean, what a cool story if that were the case. If he were to uh, go out on a title win, you know, and then it's a vacant title and it's a whole new ball game. Yeah, especially if they both retire, then um the the newer blood, the more you know, I think the more qualified people to actually have a title fight can move up and actually have it. Yeah. I think Jack Jockery is due. Uh, we'll see. They say he's hurt. Jockery says he's not, but I don't know, that's a tricky deal. Yeah, you never know with these guys. It's it depends on the camp and the trainer too. That sometimes the trainer will come up with something. Well, that's like when uh, Rafael dos Anjos fell out of the uh, Connor fight, and the whole time up to it, you know, Josie's like, "I'm ready. I'll fight him at 155." And then all of a sudden, like, I was hurt. I can't do it. So you never know with these guys. You know, they talk a bunch of shit and try to keep themselves relevant, but you never know if they're hurt. They're not hurt. Or they're trying to keep themselves safe. I think it's fifty-fifty. I think it's more so. I think it's more so they want to avoid bad style, stylistic matchups for themselves now. Yeah. I mean, we got we don't we have less fighters in there, um, and we have more athletes. So we have athletes making well making intelligent decisions for their career, but there's not too many fighters like. Uh, well, like Cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy Cerrone, he'll, he'll take a fight in two days' notice. Doesn't matter who it is. 
and he comes out and he does it because he's a fighter. He looked crazy then, good against yeah. a guy that cuts down from 185, Patrick Cote. Yeah, he looked awesome at welterweight. Uh, and that was nuts, and that was the big test. And Cote, who, who gave Anderson all he could handle until he hurt his knee at 185, so I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, I'd like to see him fight one more contender at 185. I, I, I'm not sure if he's got a fight lined up or not, but... Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, he could be 185 could be his weight, and he's a big guy anyway at 155. So we'll see, man. Wait, wasn't he fighting at welterweight? Yeah, he just Is last he fought? fought. He just lost. Yeah. Uh, he fought at welterweight against Patrick Cote. Yeah. So we'll see, man. I don't know. That's crazy. But he's one liver. He's one liver kick away from losing at all times. I mean, everybody seems to be, but he's more susceptible. Yeah, he's got some intestinal injuries, but I'll tell you what, without draining out of that water to cut down to 155, I think he's got a better shot at 170. I, I think he's got a, you know, I think he's got more protection there. Obviously, he's not dehydrated, you know, going into that fight. But you're right. I mean, Dos Anjos just buckled him. Uh, Anthony Pettis buckled him, and this was both at 155. Yeah, that's crazy how things change. I mean, what, last year, Anthony Pettis was on a Wheaties box, and now he's number 14 and ranked in that division, and he's dropping a weight class. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, yeah, he was on a Wheaties box, and uh, Dos Anjos ate, eats uh, Wheaties for breakfast, and that's what happened, and uh, knocked him out of contention. So he says he's going down to 145 yep. now. Uh, uh, Pettis, not Dos Anjos. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, what else you got? I don't know, man. Uh, well, well, John and I were talking to you about trying to check out the the new Batman animated movie, Batman: The Killing Joke. Man, yes, you should definitely check that out. It's a win. It's a good one. All right, I'll have to watch up my son. Actually, my wife and kids are out of town until tomorrow. So, well, my sons, I will check it out with my sons. But yeah, I looked it up. Uh, so I guess you you can buy it like on Amazon or Vudu or something, right? Yeah, I would I would definitely give it a run through and make sure that it's not too much. You know, give it the old parental run through to make oh, yeah. sure that you do approve uh, of it. All right, all right, I'll do that. Like it should be okay for my fourteen year old, probably, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, a 14-year-old, that'd be fine, I think. But then again, I could, other people would think I'm totally wrong, I'm sure. But <laughs> well, uh, shit. My, kids, my kids have watched Walking Dead and stuff like that. It's no, it's nothing worse than The Walking Dead, etc. Jesus, I took my 14-year-old to see Deadpool, and I'm like covering his eyes through most of it. I was like, holy shit. I mean, I knew it was R, but it really tried to be rated R, man. Yeah, De Deadpool gets a little, gets a little edgy, but... Um, the the killing joke. It's more psychological, and there's a. Okay. Uh, it's just kind of twisted. You know who plays the Joker, right? Oh, in that movie, uh, like a bunch of those, but yes, in that movie. Oh man, um, I did not. I did not read that in the credits. It is Mark Hamill, bud. Luke Skywalker plays the Joker. Oh, Mark Hamill. Yes, I knew. 
actually, I did know that he played the Joker on occasions. I just didn't um, pay attention to that one. Yep, on that he, he's in there in that movie too. I uh, that's proof that I look up the things you send me a lot of the times. So uh, well, I'll have to look them up before I send them from now on. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, if that's it, we'll have to do this again. Uh, hopefully, all is well with Jonathan. He had something wrong with a family member. He himself is okay. Uh, man, that's it. That's all I can think of. What do you got? Yeah, man. I'm. I think. Uh, I think we covered all the bases for UFC 201. And uh, yeah, I think we covered it. All right. Well, hopefully, we can come back before UFC 202, which is. Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz. So, uh, until next time, buddy, thanks for coming on. Thank you, man. All right, take care. Yeah. All right, bye. All right, that was Tony Seacrest. You can find him on Twitter at Tony underscore Seacrest, T-O-N-Y underscore S-E-C-R-E-S-T. And hey, until next time, this is Aaron Weinbaum from the Aaron Says What podcast saying shalom. You are listening to the One Man Show Network.